When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. Brother, y'all all right? Erica Badu. Uh oh. <laughs> she wanna know. This is it. No, it is. Hook, claw, tie, round. Yeah, yeah, get to the hook. Yeah, get to the hook. Let me see. What was that hook? You better call Tyrone. You better call Tyrone. That is, man, that's a badass hook. Yeah, that's a badass hook. Let me see. Just here in town. She was? On tour. Oh, I saw her at a. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. This is a live version. You got two. Exactly. Damn, where's Tyrone at? I don't know. I keep going. I keep going. Erica Badu, yeah, she had a goddamn mind, but Erica Badu is amazing though. Inspired the title of a movie <laughs> with nobody in there's name Tyrone. <laughs> but this movie's been out for a while, y'all. Don't think I'm not aware of that, but I didn't get a chance to talk about this film right here, which is They Clone Tyrone. Now, I didn't get a chance to talk about this for a particular reason, which I will tell you about, but let's watch this trailer first. I love the trailer for this. I've been wanting to watch this uh, ever since I saw the trailer and then watched it and didn't talk shit about it at all. <laughs> but there's a reason because people are mad at me. They like every movie we would, every movie review we, we were putting up. Uh, Tyrone, can we get Tyrone? Come on, man. Come, come, come on, people, Tyrone. Black people, come yeah, on, yeah, exactly. man. Come on. <laughs> we're questioning my blackness. <laughs> talk about all this white shit, but you talk about Barbie. <laughs> Can't get no Tyrone, though. You crazy. Everything okay in there, baby? What's an average life? Where the money at? I'm an entrepreneur. I work in the spirit of the pimp game. You know your girl gotta know what's going on in these streets. <laughs> That's the car right there. Bitch. Slick, come on. That make your spider senses tingle. What kind of shit is this? Like I'm in the twilight zone now. Don't let the back door hit you. Uh, we gotta, we gotta go. I don't know what that was, but that wasn't me. Somebody is conducting experiments on us. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the fucking chicken. This shit in everything. Great try. 
Come the fuck out. It's a homeland. We don't do nothing about it. Nobody will. Chill. Just fucking chill. Oh, shit. Boy, I gotta tell you something. That freaked me the fuck out. There's a lot of freaky shit in this movie. But looking at this white dude with his afro uh-huh. and his afro beard, I was like, what the <laughs> hell is that? Right. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing in the movie to me. <laughs> Like it ain't no Jufro either. It's kinky. Uh-huh. Nappy. Yeah. Tiffany, go give me some goddamn wet that sunless thing. Oh, you keep your pimp hand raised and be willing to protect the ones you love by any means necessary. I ain't scared. I'm a dope boy, remember? Excuse me, kind sir, but if you could pull me to the elevator. You know who that dude looks like? That, that dude with the, the white dude with the afro keeps popping up. He looks like the dude has, that's been on our show recently, uh, Julian Hemding. <laughs> he looks like Julian Hemding in the you face. Right he, there. He, looks like, yeah, right there. he looks like Hemding? Yeah, he looks like Hemding with afro. <laughs> <laughs> we got a dude that's on this show kind of looks like this if he had an afro. Nap ass afro. Uh, sir, but if you could pull me to the laboratory, I'll be out your atmosphere. Let's get it, man. We're on the scene trying to figure out what has happened. Hey, see, this shit fucked up. They out here cloning this. What the fuck going on in this bitch? <laughs> That's right. That is the prevailing theory. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Uh, so regardless of what I think of this, this has got to be one of the most unique movie blends mm. of the year because this is a little bit of everything. I mean, look, if you're looking for the movie with everything, then go, <laughs> go, go talk to Tyrone because Tyrone got you. This is a sci fi black exploitation geek mystery comedy. With a horror, with a bit of, with a little bit with of horror, horror in there, and, <laughs> and uh, action. this is uh, I gotta tell you, this got this has got uh, this has got me internally conflicted, man. You know, because I've uh, I've always lately have been about less black stereotypes on the screen and more progressive images of blacks in media, especially film. And you don't listen. You don't get no more stereotypical than a pimp. A hoe and a, and drug, a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. Gangster. Yeah. G- going on hood adventures. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I feel you, man. Yeah. And it don't stop. It don't stop. I mean, everyone in the, everyone in the hood calls each other the N-word. They drink everybody drinking 40s. I see nobody drinking no water. It's if, if it wasn't if, if it wasn't if it wasn't brown, it was purple. Right, <laughs> purple right, drink. Right. Everybody eating chicken, dancing while they're doing it. They shooting each other. I don't think anybody got a job. Outside of drug dealing, a pimp and a hoe, mm-hmm. uh, if it's outside of that, it's uh, standing on the corner <laughs> or standing in front of the sure. convenience store. I'm not comfortable. I'm not. Co- I'm not comfortable with any of this, man. I know people have been talking about this movie and they've been loving it, but I'm gonna be the one to tell you, I'm not comfortable with this. But goddamn, it's a good movie, man. <laughs> I mean, this is where this is where the conflict comes uh-huh. in, and I get it. As, as, as the movie went on, I got it. I kind of got it watching the trailer, but you know, still being steeped in all these stereotypes. I know. Right. 
But Jesus, man, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I'm sitting up here talking about this, but, you know, I, uh, I, I, I like this hoe. I like this pimp. I like this drug dealer. You know, the and, and I, I think the the reason why is because these actors are great because these characters are great. I'm sorry, sure. these characters yeah, are no, awesome. They're written very well. No, they are. These well, actors are great. Well, you know, they're they're hood stereotypes, but they're all quite <laughs> eloquent and and loquacious in when their they own speak. hood way. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, you know, but the actors are great that 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 are in this. Uh, John Boyega as Fontaine, the drug dealer. Uh, you know, he's uh, John Boyega never ceases to amaze me with his range mm-hmm. lately. He just takes he does a lot of diverse roles right now. Uh, Tiana Paris, man, who who plays Yo-Yo, the hoe. Um, <laughs> I love this actor. The more I see her, man, she's sure. been on she's been on a come up for a while and uh, she's very good, man. And Jamie Foxx. Jamie the Goat Foxx. Jamie, th- man, this is. Uh, this might be a lot of people probably disagree with me on this because they don't think I'm overlooking a lot of things that he's done before. But I think this is one of his best performances in a while. And I say that because this is one of the performances where we get the rare moment where Jamie is not afraid to go stupid. Yeah. You know, Jamie's always been smooth. He's always been charismatic. He's always been the leading man. This he's he's a stupid ass pimp. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like he really should get out the game, man. (laughs) Right. Right. Because he's you know what the thing is, he's the hoe and all his hoes pimp him out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's not that good at his job. No. Uh, (laughs) Hell no. You know, uh, for everything you're saying, when I first started watching this, I had some trouble getting into the characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Besides the stereotypes, I was just watching. I was like. Okay, John Boyega's, uh he's a little too pulled back. And he, he talks a big game, but he's not actually threatening. And then with Tiona Paris as the as the whole, uh, she I was like, she's a little bit too much. She's a little over the top. But Jamie Foxx, I thought, was just right. Mm-hmm. But then once it started to kick into what everything was, what it was about, what was going on, then it all coalesced for me. Yeah. So this is, if you couldn't tell, because I the, the least said about the movie, the better. There's a lot of surprises because there's so many twists and turns in, in this film. I think they showed almost too much in the trailer because I had oh, seen so the trailer. trailer I gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw the trailer a long time ago. Forgot about a lot of stuff that I'd seen there. And then I watched the movie. That's why we didn't actually do the review, y'all, because... Uh, I was in Turkey at the time when the movie came out mm-hmm. and I watched it while I was there and want to talk about it, but I'd rather have somebody like you guys to talk about sure, it sure, with. Sure. And, uh, and <clears throat> you know, and I, so I just couldn't stop and just talk about it, you know, at the time. So you guys kept asking for it and I saw it and I've been in, ever since I saw it, I, you know, I enjoyed it so much that I want to talk about it and better late than never, which is why we're here right now. But really, you know, the least said about the plot, the better. But as you can tell from the trailer, there is some sort of ghetto hood conspiracy going on where they're, the, the government or some shadowy organization is infiltrating the hood with all of the things that they think black people like, which is. Chickens, hair products, hair, hair care products, especially for them perms that women be getting, mm-hmm. uh, grape soda, and <laughs> church. You yep. know, good old religion. Uh, so, you know, this is very much a message <clears throat> movie. But, you know, while watching this, I have to say that, you know, I, the reason why these characters, I, I, and we're going to get into why it's necessary for them to be what they are. Uh, but I will say this the reason why I started loving these characters, mm-hmm. what made me fall in love with them the most is that. When they, you know, okay, so you got Fontaine, who's, who's, you know, he's he's hard, you yeah. know, he's playing it tough. Uh, Yo-Yo, 
you know, she's sassy. Uh, Jamie just goofy. But, you know, <laughs> it, so what's his name? Uh, 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 what? Uh, uh, Slick Charles is the pimp's name. Slick Charles is stupid. But when they all get together, they're, they're all a bunch of goofballs. Yeah, right. And... You know, uh, even hard ass Fontaine, and it's like at that point, it's like watching them solve a a, a hood Scooby Doo mystery. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty, all they needed was a pit bull that, yeah. that talks. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, man. And they're and the the characters that play into the larger conspiracy message in the movie, which is why I'm saying that this is why we need these stereotypes here, because this is a movie about infiltrating the hood and these things that have created these stereotypes that we see, you know, sometimes in real life. Uh, this has created the poverty that, you know, people have come to associate as, with, at, uh, you know, certain kind of stereotypes with. And so with this, uh, you know, while this is while this is done in some sort of absurd sci-fi comedy here, it, what I love about this is that it does have some historical truth because what this is really based what this is really based on is real things that if you don't know about it and which you know shit some black people don't know their history definitely a lot of white people don't know this mm. to this day but you know this is talking about this is almost a reference to things that seem like a conspiracy but they're true things like drugs being funneled mm -hmm. into the inner cities right uh, experiments on black people, especially right. black men. You know, you can go look at the Tuskegee experiment for that, you know, to see what's happening here. This, you know, this is what it's doing right here. This is what they're kind of addressing. Also, they're being self-critical of black culture, you know, questioning what we what we put in our, into our bodies and what we do to our bodies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's a, it's a, you know, it was a, it was a, it's a very smart film that almost needed these uncomfortable stereotypes to get across. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't just say stuff. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta Trojan horse it. You, you, got, you like, like you give a dog a pill. You gotta wrap it in some bacon or something. Yeah. To, to get him to eat it. Yeah. But also, what I like about this is that this is uh, the, the the filmmaking in this is so good, and part of it again kind of lends itself to all the genres that we have here. Because what we, don't think that this is this is hitting, hitting you head uh, heavy on the head. Don't think this is hitting you hard with the message that we're just talking about right here. You know, there's a lot of things going on here in this movie where we said, you know, again, this is a mixture of many genres. So while it is a message film, while it is, you know, addressing certain things with black culture, it's also working as a mystery. And it's also working as a sci-fi mystery, mm -hmm. a Twilight Zone episode, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Uh, there's a moment, you know, when, he's, when this whole cloning thing starts to kick in, you know, then it becomes a very, very surreal sci-fi mystery that works on a comedic level, too. And that's what's so beautiful about this is that all these things, you know, they're not working in chunks. They're working in tandem. They're working at the same time in certain scenes sometimes in this film. Who that? Ain't no way. It ain't no way. You sending ghosts to a pimp. Ain't no way. How does it be? There's got to be a logical explanation to this. Man, three, I'm going to bust your shit open. <laughs> and open the damn door. You know why I'm here? <laughs> that new person that you was talking about. What's that? They shot your ass. <laughs> Where the money at? Do you not remember getting hit the fuck out of You should be breathing through some tubes right now. I don't have time. You took it. Fontaine, you took it. 
you took it. You came in here, you went to my haberdasheries, you passed up on my beige bitch, and you went outside and you pulled a 50 cent. <laughs> you know, it's a, I'm laughing. I'm, uh, I'm sitting up here uh, w also wondering what is going on? Mm -hmm. Because they do set up, the, the movie gradually keeps setting up these little mysterious plot points and, you, and you, you are trying to figure out what's happening as the movie moves along. Right. You know, not everything is hitting hard at, at the same time. Well, but it, it keeps a level of humor going that you don't know how much to take it seriously until another actor who's not shown here yeah. shows up and that's when it's like, oh shit, and he brings yeah. the menace. And then you're like, okay, yep. this is serious now. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know, the writing and the filmmaking on this is just as good as, uh, you know, the comedy that we're talking about here. You know, like I said, all those things work, man. Everything works. And especially the dialogue, man. I had, man, I, I, there's a lot in this movie that I'm thinking about to this day. Even when I was putting this together, I was laughing about it. There's somebody managing a chicken shack, a chicken joint, fried chicken joint. And the manager looks at his team and said, now remember everybody, there's no I and goddamn. And <laughs> 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 said his straight face, yeah, kind of yeah. nonchalantly uh -huh. and went on about his day. And I was like, wow, man. I, the, you know, the dialogue is so funny in here, man. And I, and, I, and, and I like the way the comedy plays into the mystery. You know, you saw kind of in the trailer, people start, you know, they start they start losing their, their shit over fried chicken, grape soda. <laughs> And that's funny because the only time he was smiling is when he was eating Wait, that chicken. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He don't smile the rest of the movie. <laughs> he's, smiling, he's smiling hard too. That's some good chicken, boy. It made me hungry. Yeah, he almost like Gus Frang is in there. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, these people are enjoying this chicken, these hair care products, this grape soda, acting too stereotypical, man. Mm -hmm. And that's when you start realizing like something's wrong. You know, and it's it's and again, it just creeps up on you as you watch the movie. You know, the way the mystery unravels is funny and it's creepy, man, but it keeps you engaged the whole time. Mm -hmm, right. You know, that's one of the biggest things about this film is that the, you know, the way they just keep putting little clues out, little hints out here and there and just kind of making you feel uneasy, you know, but also very curious about what's happening here. Because uh, it is, you know, it's very funny. It's, it's very mysterious, but it's also very creepy. Yeah. You know, there's a moment when they start going around in this lab and that's in a that's in a creepy house uh in the hood and you know and that's it's almost like they're going through a spook house discovering things man um and you know they and they're doing all of this while this film feels like a a black exploitation film but also with this mystery and this sci-fi element it feels like one of those movies from the 70s or 80s that are like uh sci-fi films mm -hmm. like you know uh soiling green yeah. or they live yeah. or something Planet like that Plan yeah those. you know and he's yeah and the movie really tries to go for that too you know they, they it's not just by accident you know they're trying to be uh black exploitation or they're trying to address 70s and 80s genre horror films the sci-fi films you know uh uh what you call it uh even i would even include uh the remake of uh, uh, invasion of the body snatchers sure uh but if you have any doubt that that's a direct reference not just that movie but you know all these influences i'm talking about when you watch the movie the movie has and you can see it in the clip i just showed right here the movie has a a, a very grainy look on it man i don't mm -hmm. know if they put a filter on it or whatever but it has a grainy a grainy look like old film and i knew that they were doing it on purpose because there was a point in the movie where there was a little cigarette burn yeah, yeah, that yeah. popped up in the mm -hmm. corner. And mm -hmm. I was like, all right, because like, listen, this was not shot on film. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> right, right, right. If I had any criticism for this movie, I'd, and I do, I think that 
So this is a movie with a lot of messages. This is a movie, you know, it's kind of a heavy film. And they do a great job setting it all up. And, but it's one of those movies where I think at the end, you know, they did all this great setup. And then they just kind of, you know, they had so much going on, they kind of rushed through the end uh-huh. in a way. You felt that way? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I thought they, you know, because listen, at the end, they have a character comes out and his job is to do nothing but exposition and just kind of explain, you oh, know, yeah. the ending instead of, and it really is one of those things of like, uh, if they had more time, if this was a series, uh, it would probably be more show and not telling. You don't think that's something where maybe they didn't have that and somebody said, there's too many people who don't get, who need the wrap up. Because audiences have become used to having a wrap up. No, I, I think they could have done it without, I, I just think that, I'm not saying that people wouldn't have understood it, I just think everything feels crammed and rushed near the end mm. because there's so much that they're doing, you know, they're setting up things in an amazing way, yeah. you know? And then we get to the end, it's like, wow, okay, now we things are really kind of resolved in the climax. And not fully resolved, but they, everything just moves so quick. And I'm like, ah, you know, it just doesn't feel as clever. The ending doesn't feel as clever as the the explanation. They got something that's great, but the ending just is, doesn't feel as uh, ex- executed as well as the rest of the film. Hmm. Uh, that's too bad. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, all that, the ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't, I'm not saying that I, that I hate it. I'm not, that's not it at all. I actually, like I said, I think they got some great ideas. And they do some, and you get some actors that pop up, which I'm not going to tell you about in, you know, in, in case you haven't seen the movie already, um, which is surprising. But yeah, it's just, you know, like I said, it's just, just, it's just me. I just didn't feel like it was uh, as good as the rest of the movie. But they def- they definitely had some great ideas. I think what I'm saying, the more I talk about my criticism of it, I think you know the movie was already very over ambitious, and it is amazing that it got as far as it did, with you know all of its ambitions. And I think it just you know th- all those ambitions didn't come together as well at the end. But that's because the rest of the movie is so great, man. Mm-hmm. You know this direct Jules, what's his name? Jules T- uh, Taylor. Jules Taylor. Yeah. Jules Taylor. Yeah. Uh, yeah Jules, this, Jules. Jules. Jules Taylor. This is his. Uh, this is his uh, first film. Oh, no, no kidding. Yeah, I, I think he's, what? No, no, I was like, whoa, that's, that's uh, crazy. <clears throat> I think, Jewel Taylor, now give me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is this his first film? And I'm asking you, chat, because I I believe reading that he was in the, he's he's been in the industry and he's done some writing, mm-hmm. but as far as directing a film, yeah. this is his directorial debut. Great job. Yeah, great job. Yeah, Yeah, if I am if I'm correct, now he might have done something else. There's so many working parts going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even if it's look, if it's and like I'm asking y'all, so I'm not sure. I thought I read that. Even if it's his second film, it's it's still still amazing. Yeah. 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 But uh Okay, that's the this is his first feature director. He did some shorts and uh some uh, some TV episodes. Okay. Uh oh, did wait a minute. Did he direct did he direct Creed 2? What? Let me see here. He might have. Let's look on IMDb. Yeah. I'm going to look it up right now. If he did, then I can see that. Let me see here. No, he didn't direct Creed. Uh, he didn't direct Creed 2. That was done by that uh, was done by uh Stephen Stephen Capel Jr. Okay. He I think he uh I forgot. Did he do some writing on that? Anyway. I think that this, no, he did not do, boy, somebody came in there confident as hell. He directed Creed too. Yeah, boy, you. 
Somebody just clone your ass, then. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it. That's it. Okay. That, okay. I, so that's he had what, involvement. That's what I. Well, that's what I meant when I say he wrote for some feature films. Okay. But as far as this is his first directorial okay. feature debut. Okay. And as far as a feature debut, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you can see why it's getting the praise it's getting. Right. Uh, because it takes you on a journey. And I, like I said, when I first started watching it, and it, you know, with all the hype and everything, I'm kind of watching, I'm like, yeah. all right, I, I guess I see what's going on here. But then the more it went on, the more I really got into it. Especially when you get, like there's so many reveals, but one, it got one of the major reveals and I was like, oh shit, I am way into this. And <laughs> just, yeah, being along with them, trying to solve the mystery is enjoyment in itself. And then there's all the little things that come along the, along the way. And it's just great to see uh, black films that are willing to be surreal. I keep talking about this, but so for, for so many years, black films are just trying to get some quality or okay, get good, but they're always very straightforward. And more and more we're seeing things where it's like, hey, we've arrived <laughs> where we can play around and do some, do some, some things that are high concept. Yeah, this is a thing of this as a less crazy Boots Riley. Yeah, you know Boots Riley, who, who I love, uh, I, I really enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm a I'm a Virgo, but you know there's a point where Boots Riley he loses his goddamn mind. Yeah, and, and I kept expecting this to do that, and it and it didn't, and, and maybe that's why I like the ending so much. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I. Uh, yeah, no, I and and also. Uh, I think you got, you know, you got a lot of people, black people doing surreal stories now while also having some meaning behind it. You know, mm. Donald Glover with uh, Atlanta. Sure. You know, right. so, yeah. So there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of people out there taking risk right now. Black surrealism is what somebody said in the chat. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this very much. Hey, you haven't heard much from you. What do you think? Uh, uh, I thought this, I thought the writing in this movie was brilliant. Um, this movie kind of reminded me of uh, Us and then Get Out. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 I can yeah, see yeah, the Us yeah, in there. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, Fuck this and, I, and I like that. That yeah. is making me feel that way. Uh, this movie was very funny at the same time. Uh, there's also those serious moments that I really did enjoy in this film. Uh, the characters, man, John Boyega, I got to give it to you. Uh, I have not seen him expand his range because mm -hmm. I've only really seen him in Star Wars. But seeing how he's completely opposite here, yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, I'm really digging this guy. I recommend you watch a movie called Attack the Block. Attack the Block. Watch Attack the Block and uh, and then watch John Boyega today. John okay. Boyega, you know he's British, right? Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, so he did a he did a British film called Attack the Block, which I, I love. Like his first breakout. Yeah, yeah, that's mm -hmm. one his yeah, that's where he first got recognized by a lot of people. Okay. Watch him in that movie and watch where he's come from how, that how to far today. He's came. Yeah, that's why he's come. Yeah, he's yeah he's a, he's amazing. Uh, yeah, him, uh, Jamie Foxx is the pimp, man. I, I, I love them both. Mm -hmm. um, I love the whole trip. What was the girl's name? Yo-Yo, that's yo -Yo. the character's yeah, name, Tiana a, Paris. Yeah, she's from, uh, 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 what's that, Marvel? Yeah, yeah, Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Captain Marvel, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed those three together. This is one of those movies where I wish it was in a theater. Like, I know yeah. it was strictly in Netflix, mm -hmm. but I was like, damn, to, to see I, this movie I, with a live audience would have been just, I imagine, especially like a straight black audience, like how we saw The Blackening. Yeah, yeah. It would have been amazing to see it just like the same way here. Well, especially with all, all the work they did to make it look like a black exploitation film. Right. I was like, this should be in a theater. I know. Yeah, no, it was, it's it's really good. I right, So I'm going to go and get my rating right now. I... I give this probably a, a low full price. God damn it! And that's <laughs> what? Yeah, that's gonna say the same thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I give a low full price because, like I said, I really, I really love the movie. I'm taking something off because of like you heard me talk about the ending. That's if it weren't for that rushed ending, it would be 
pretty much a very high full price for me. Mm. But yeah, that's that's where I felt like the flaws come in. But fortunately, it didn't last too long. We were almost out. So and, and they also have a really sort of a great, I don't know, stinger epilogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, where, yeah, yeah where they can go with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, and they open it up for them to keep going. But I, I, I would I, don't. don't. You, <laughs> I can see it being somewhat of a show if they want to do that. I wouldn't mind exploring this world a little bit more, uh, especially since I thought they wrapped things up too quickly. But uh, e- either do it as a show or don't do nothing at all. Leave it where it is. But anyway, I, I I would say just leave it alone. I mean, as much as it you know it leaves it open, they really said everything they got to say. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm with you. It was a low full price. I I I liked it a lot, and in, and initially it was it was a little overhyped for me, but I I really got into it. Um, the only negative thing I feel about it in the end is like, well, black people are already prone to believing in conspiracy theories. This, this, yeah. this don't help. No, yeah, we're gonna go crazy after this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the white man. Uh-huh. But uh, I guess I'm right there with y'all too. You know what I'm saying? You sure? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you I'm, sure? not, I'm, a, I'm a little bit higher than y'all, but okay. uh, it's yeah. just because I feel like the the way it ended was to me on a perfect note mm-hmm. or, a, a, or a great note, I should say. Uh, I'll give us a full price. All right, All right, full price. There you go. All right, y'all. Well, there you go. We talked about Tyrone. Now shut up. <laughs> no, how long have we been out? Like a month? Yeah, it's that's no, it's, it's been, been no, like, it's like been three out, weeks. Right? It's been out for about three weeks. Yeah, yeah, about two or three weeks. Yeah, because I I would I just got back from. Uh, it's been about about two weeks. I just because I just got back. No, maybe three. It, weeks. I think it's three weeks. Yeah, I think it was probably yeah, out a week because it's 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 fuzzy in my memory now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was I had to kind of. It came out during Barbenheimer. Okay, so however long ago that was. Oh yeah, that was true. Yeah, because everybody's like, "Don't forget about this one." Yeah, somebody like, said it'd be a month on Friday. Oh dang! Okay. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh, we've seen that movie already. Yeah. Well, but they kept asking. Yeah. I, everywhere I looked, they was like, "They're not gonna do a review for they clone Tyrone." There we go. There you go. Y'all lucky Dracula stepped out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you and Tyrone leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, call him. Yeah, call Tyrone. Come leave the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> Better leave us alone. <laughs>